Um, I always say there's two pauses or two reset buttons in a year, January 1st and after Labor Day, mm. where, um, you know, you have like your, yes, my goals for the year. And then, you know, you get through and then it's summer and then everyone's like vacation. Mm. And then it's September and it's Labor Day and everyone's like, shit, man, like fall's here. Yeah. <laughs> like, what did I do this year? You know, yeah. and then you're like taking the next four months and you're like, oh my God, it's holiday, man. So, you know, you see fall sometimes as an uptick in hiring. I do feel like this time we are starting to see things like popping. Um, so I feel like it is the right moment too where people, what what is summer this year? But yeah. still, I feel like the mindset of like kind of vacations and people enjoying, now kids are going back to school. Yeah. The time is now. Focus on yourself. Get yourself out there. Um, because I don't think anyone's going to be wanting to wait to see what happens in November or the end of the year or anything. You know, it's just still like so much craziness to come. So yeah. if, you know, everyone can start doing just the work now and feeling really good, it's just going to set people up. Welcome to the Dare to Move podcast. I'm your host, Garrett Wood, and I inspire you to take action with stillness, let go of chaos and step into your future self on this podcast. We have special high-performing guests each week who share mindset tips and their spirituality, helping us all prepare to be the best we can be for our future. Let's dare to move. Welcome back to the Dare to Move podcast. I am elated to be here today and with a friend that is going to above all all of the things she is going to do for you guys today just give you hope on the job market and truly your own power and intention. We have one of my dearest friends, Megan Hool, on the podcast today. She is a senior executive recruiter at the Bowerman Group. She focuses um, in specialty and luxury retail brands. And if anyone is equipped to talk about the current state of the job market and what you can do to put your best foot forward. It's her, especially because of what a challenging industry retail is. I obviously have roots in retail on the real estate side. And as we know, um, our society's retail has been impacted so intensely based on the fact that we can't really go in or we for a while we couldn't go into physical stores and i will say i am continually impressed at the pivoting um, different stores are doing and the pivoting of all of us so this podcast is about pivoting and it's about how to really create your future if you've been furloughed or let go or you're not the you're not sure what's next um, she talks a lot about putting your ego aside not assuming anything and truly living from a um, a perspective of I am awesome and I am going to find my purpose and there's no better time like the present. So as you all know, my content is all about turning inward this year with our theme of stillness and looking inside ourselves. And Megan is so well-versed in this. And a lot of what we talk about today does involve that before you can kind of catapult yourself out into the world. So I am so grateful that Megan came onto the podcast because one, she's a wealth of knowledge, and two, a lot of my content is centered around the entrepreneur and about creating the business or launching the book or the big thing, and I know that I miss the mark sometimes for people who want to be an executive-level C-suite person someday, and she is going to shed light on what to do if you have been that person or you are on your way there up a certain ladder. And in the midst of COVID, that just poof disappeared. So we're going to focus on what next, how do you do it, what are some tips to be a shining candidate out there, and what has changed um, with COVID, especially because so much of, or so many of us may not have had a job interview in eight years or five years or even three years. And so not only are some of us facing um, the reality that, whoa, I, I haven't done this in a while. I don't know what my elevator pitch is. Um, I don't know what's a good, what, what is going to make me look, you know, 
what's going to help me stand out, but also what's changed since the last time I did it and what has changed with the pandemic. So I hope that this episode leaves you inspired and that you follow Megan and stay connected with her on Instagram. She is a boss on LinkedIn and with her company, The Bowerman Group, that um, she gives a lot of um, insight into what they're doing and how they're building a community and the resources that they offer on their website. So all of the links are in the show notes um, for you guys to check out. Enjoy the episode. Please do leave a review. Um, if you have comments, questions, concerns, you loved it, um, you can reach out to me. My contact info is in the show notes as well. And so is Megan Hool's email. So stay connected, reach out to her. She is a beautiful, amazing, talented resource, and I could not be more excited for you guys to learn from her today. So without further ado, I present my friend and rock star recruiter and just all around amazing person, Megan Hool. Welcome to the show, Megan Hool. How are you doing today? Hi, Garrett. I'm doing so well. Nice to be with you <laughs> virtually. Virtually. <laughs> and um, in, uh, I love seeing your space because I used to be your neighbor. So. Mm-hmm. I know. We miss you, although you don't miss us. <laughs> <laughs> say that. Um, I'm so glad you're on today. Um, but before we get into what you do and who you are, I would love to start with a quote that you actually found and shared with me. It's by Bob Goff and it's, um, we won't be distracted by comparison if we are captivated by purpose. So I just love that. And I would love for you to share what it means for you, what you love about it and, and all of the above. Sure. Yeah. So what really caught my eye, a few things. Um, I mean, purpose is something that I would say we always talk about, but, um, you know, especially going through COVID and I think a lot of people just from where I work in, in my space, but really across other industries, um, you know, really mentoring um, people to find like what that purpose is and really what that means for them in this moment where a lot of people have lost jobs. Um, there's a lot of competition out there in every space. I mean, you come from it, you see it in fitness, wellness, retail, specialty finance and whatnot. So um, really sitting within yourself and have taken these months and moments to be like, you know, this is my why, this is what I'm chasing. This is what I'm so passionate about. And really seeing so many people have success, being able to pivot and do something different, um, you know, something that maybe they lost, but then, you know, this time in COVID has, has sparked a, a bigger purpose and meaning in their lives and, and they're going this direction. But also with that same breath, knowing there's a lot of competition out there, right? Um, I mean, I know with the candidates that I work with, uh, you see it every day. People are applying for jobs and there's 300 applicants. Mm. And uh, they'll call me and freak out and be like, Megan, how am I going to stand out? Like so-and-so. I'm like, run your own race. Nobody is you. And I say it all the time, you know, even in our space here too, with doing what we do with coaching and, you know, the fitness, like everyone's like a fitness thing. Everybody's a coach. And you're like, you know, you can get so caught up in your head to be like, I can't do that because there's too much competition. Nobody is you. Mm. Um, so I think that really settling in, not looking aside you, you know, and in one of, um, my mentors in industry, uh, and I think maybe you've heard of this, but kind of quotes, there's this photo of Michael Phelps, um, <clears throat> where he's swimming and in this race where, you know, he's front and forward, like looking ahead, looking at his goal. Obviously his purpose is to be in that pool and, and to do his thing. But there's a photo of someone beside him looking actually at Michael Phelps, a swimmer, you know, in that same race. And it's just like, and he's behind, you know, and it's just like, you know, obviously it's not a race, but you just run, run your own race in life and, you know, find your purpose, chase it. And, um, you know, know that throughout any of the competition that's out there, again, own it. Like no one's you, uh, I think we all have something unique to bring to the table. So, um, that's what, uh, I have been sort of, uh, mentoring to, but also just feeling in, in my own soul as well. 
um, you know, as we, we sit around a lot of really talented people, but we all have something to offer, all have something different to bring to the table. So that's why I love that so much, <laughs> you know? Yeah. That was so beautiful. And I think, um, COVID is sort of heightening it for some people who are spending maybe more time on Instagram. But in my case, I feel like because I'm not around it in real life with people, there is a little, it almost feels a little bit easier to put blinders on too. So I Mm -hmm. think knowing you have control over not only your mindset, but what you choose to look at and in my, my own lingo in my coaching world, I call it splatting like that comparison. Like when you compare, you're putting your energy on everybody else. Like that Michael Phelps story you just told mm-hmm. and just by taking the second to look lost some gusto and probably lost the race. So, mm-hmm. um, super powerful and a brilliant yeah. way to kick this off because I know a lot of people have been furloughed or, um, let go from their jobs and might be listening right now. And they either feel the overwhelm of the competitive nature of the industry. They're not sure if this is a sign to dive into their real passion. And then finally, um, which I think you and I both get, have gotten to experience in our lives is, um, you know, so many people spend the majority of their day doing something they don't find purpose in, meaning they don't really care. And not only is that bad for the company they're working for. So if you're a CEO listening to this, like, check in with your people. Right. Um, Also like, what is life, (laughs) you know? So, um, I just, I love everything you said. I can't wait to dive in more, but before we do, um, why don't you tell everyone who you are Mm -hmm. as Megan Hull? Sure. Yeah. So, um, who, who is Megan Hull? Um, I am a lover of people, (laughs) you know, connecting and networking has been in my soul, um, you know, and kind of shining the light of service for many, many years, um, you know, really kind of grew up in the service industry, starting very early on, uh, you know, working uh, at front desks at fitness (laughs) studios in college uh, and being that like face and shiny person that everyone comes in and sees very much like all the people we love, but then really pivoting. um, And, you know, as I've been sort of coaching some college kids in this moment, my, our moment, my moment was 9-11, you know, where I was in a very similar opportunity um, that, you know, I had a job that I was ready for that because of those tragic events was also taken away. Mm-hmm. And I think at that point, a lot of people found themselves unemployed. So um, really took that moment to drop my ego, keep on my, my, uh, my route and in, in sort of working in, in, in these um, kind of wellness spaces. And because of the work I was doing, got noticed um, by a club member and, and really kind of brought, was brought into the retail space. So, um, you know, very, very early on, I caught the bug of being in an industry. Uh, you know, that definitely is not easy. Uh, you know, it's, a, it's very long hours, uh, Christmas, you know, cycling, uh, you know, I feel like the 14, 16 hour days are probably behind us now, but in the height of all that was retail, you know, Black Friday, all of that. Um, you know, that's really where I kind of grew up. And um, I was on Cape Cod for a little bit and uh, did the move to Boston because, um, and you'll appreciate this, like wrote it on my little scrap vision board of I'm going to live in the city uh, <laughs> and made it happen, right? And came here, got a, my first job on Newberry Street with a small boutique that was carrying these like awesome brands, you know, back in the day and was pinching myself every day. Like, I mean, you know, a Cape Cod kid from upstate New York, working with the cows in the fields, um, not exposed to very much, um, you know, to be brought to the city and um, be able to like run this incredible business in like the heyday of retail was so amazing. And what happened was that business I was in wound up going bankrupt. Um, and really at that point kind of got my taste for luxury retail. So for many, many years, um, I was actually recruited surprisingly, by the firm, um, maybe not surprisingly, because it kind of led to my path, but I was recruited by the firm that I work for now. Um, Louis Vuitton was a client of theirs and, you know, formed this relationship with a gentleman that leads our company. Uh, he placed me in my job at Louis Vuitton. I was there for almost six years working in Boston and in the Copley Mall. It was amazing. I mean, 
so many wonderful like really cool relationships kind of coming out of that space where when you get into that upper tier of luxury and you kind of work with a brand that rolls off the tongue that for the most part everybody knows right um, for the most part you know i feel like louis vuitton is very much out there uh mm -hmm. it was really cool you know to just have that opportunity <clears throat> excuse me to work with really dynamic super smart, um, you know, wonderfully passionate people um, in the industry and um, be able to serve clients on a whole nother level. And um, like anything in life, you know, you start to really um, check in with yourself. And I think after a very long career in the retail space, uh, grinding it out, uh, you know, missing a lot of holidays and family and all of that, mm -hmm. uh, you know, you kind of come to a point where you're like, what's next? And um, I actually very brazen and fearlessly called uh, the, the gentleman that hired me um, and pretty, pretty much sold, uh, you know, sold him on bringing me to Bowerman Group. I'm like, you place me, you know I'm good. <laughs> I've been doing this for many years. I promise you, I'm gonna bring my passion for people and talent um, because staffing and connecting people with opportunities, you know, as a leader in a business, that's what you're doing every day anyway, you know, even not being a recruiter. So um, in 2012, after a long stint in the field, um, you know, I kind of followed my passion for retail and luxury and service and brought it into like a full-time recruiting space. So uh, I've been here with Bowerman for almost eight and a half years. Crazy, time flies, right? Um, and, and through this eight years, you know, really have worked with some of the most amazing brands. We work within retail and specialty and consumer all across North America, have done some things globally, um, you know, working within management, executives, C-level um, for retail stores, um, everything you can think of in corporate, wholesale, you name it. So, you know, it, it has been a really exciting journey and a path that has led me, you know, to here. And I think the credibility that we carry within our group um, is so um, powerful because we all kind of come from the field in a similar space. So I feel like anybody that is working with us, giving people who are maybe coming to us as candidates a piece of mind that someone who we're talking to knows who we are, listens, cares, understands our industry, but then also pivoting on the client side, the credibility of working with a client you know, let's face it, these days, nobody has money to waste. It's like, we're finding you the right people who are the right fits, because again, we understand the culture and that special chemistry that makes it, and also too, these jobs that they're hiring for. So it's been a great journey. You know, we're doing some, some new things here at Bowerman to diversify our offerings and potentially offering career coaching, um, creating almost like a little Bowerman community um, of a resource online sort of subscription where people from any industry can come, sign up, get prep documents, interview tips and tools, how to write good emails, <laughs> um, you know, how to network with a purpose. Uh, so that's really exciting coming up. And, you know, again, in this moment too, I, I've been using it to extend uh, my expertise to, like I was saying before, a lot of college students that are just in this moment have these incredible careers and they're like, are we ever going to get jobs? And how do we do that? Um, so doing lots of webinars, doing lots of webinars with the executives out there as well and providing action steps and how to get hired and, and all of that. So kind of um, just carrying my life's mission, right? <laughs> to serve and to uplift um, and to be in a, a space that uh, is challenging and it's not for the faint of heart. <laughs> I don't think in any of service industry or that industry right now for that matter, but uh, keeping the positive attitude and so grateful for all of the opportunities that I've had, you know, that have really led me to this point. So that, yeah. that's a little bit about me. Yeah, a little bit. Thank you so much for sharing that. I, I didn't realize that you pivoted by asking the recruiter who had placed yeah. you for a job. I think that's just such a cool example of your resourcefulness and ability to pivot which is um always inspirational for others to hear and um i'm going to ask a lot of questions uh based on pre-covid and currently because i think some people um may have found themselves now in a place where they're not sure about the job market i mean granted we, we none of us really know anything but maybe the last time they were looking for a job was five six years ago maybe they haven't dealt with a recruiter ever 
Um, but I'm going to kind of have you answer from like pre-COVID what you would have said. And if that's still true, just to give people a little bit of advice um, on the, the um, just job search part of things right now. So um, typically what is or what has been the more challenging part of quote unquote getting a job? Because I can imagine if somebody had a job for eight years and they haven't been on the job, job market, they might not know even where to start because right. LinkedIn wasn't really a thing back then. And is that yeah. the right move? And when does, so what's the hardest part? And then when is the timing for reaching out to a recruiter? Yeah. So I think, um, you know, one of the biggest things that really ha has changed that I've seen is, um, you know, for someone that, that maybe hasn't had to look for a job eight or 10 years, uh, the amount of jobs that are, are posted versus the amount of candidates that are all now available. I mean, you know, going back to talking competition, the candidate market uh, is, is just the population is so big right now. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, the thing is, is, and it all goes back to really sitting down and finding your purpose and finding your why. I think pre-COVID, um, you know, job rich market, like, okay, you know, sure, I want to make a move. Maybe it's more financially driven. What's in it for me? Not being super strategic, chasing the money, chasing the titles. Um, you know, when we talked about this before, like going to a, a brand, you know, not being like super enthusiastic about it, but just to kind of like have it on their resume um, and kind of get in where no one's going to have luxury to do that anymore. Um, you know, those jobs now are so coveted. And I think as teams are really building their strategies of bringing people back from furlough, what positions are the most critical? Um, you know, there's definitely the essential and non-essential positions in everybody's industry, but you think of how it's been so hit for us, like in the brick and mortar space, where stores and some stores are still not operating in full capacity. Um, you know, like marketing jobs, all of that, um, you know, a lot of the back of house positions are still there, but there's, you know, on LinkedIn at any given point, you know, 300 people applying to one yeah. job and, uh, you know, feeling the stress of being like, how am I going to get noticed? A lot of people taking this moment to then frantically be like, I need a job. So I'm going to apply to 50 jobs <laughs> where maybe two of them make sense for me, but you know, I'm in this point where like, no one's getting back to me. Um, you know, I, I need to just get out there. So pre-COVID, I would say definitely a lot of people making moves, not as strategically and, um, you know, almost with a little chip on their shoulder where now I think a lot of people have been humbled. Mm. And, um, I talk a lot about dropping that ego. Yeah. Um, you know, where you have to, you know, there's probably jobs you aren't going to look, you're going to look at, and maybe you're missing a couple of skills, but you're so passionate about the company. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's not the right level or title yet, but drop the ego, get your foot in the door, get yeah. noticed. You know, that's what I did in 9-11. I'm like, okay, this is not my job. It's not my dream job, but it led to that. Mm -hmm. So I think really um, coaching people in this time to sit with themselves and say, what do I want to do? And really be a lot more strategic because you're not going to be able to chase the money right now. Oh, um, you know, you're not, I mean, there, there are brands that have, people have taken 20, 50% pay cut. Mm -hmm. CEOs aren't getting paid. Um, so if you are wanting to navigate this time in the search, super helpful to work with a recruiter that can really advocate for yourself, for you. But um, I, I do feel like it's that challenging market where there's a lot of people just applying to things. So it's like, how do you stay focused? How do you stay positive? Um, knowing you're probably going to hear a lot more no's than yeses. Um, and you know, it's still a little quiet right now. Mm. So I, I would say, you know, pre or February to the end of 2019, things were like bustling <laughs> yeah. and there are so many options where now again, it's like drop the ego, be strategic. You're going to have to clean up your resume. You're going to clean up your LinkedIn. You're going to have to get real clear on your why. I know there's a lot of candidates that have went back to school, have done, um, skills and, and taken on other courses and, um, 
you know, have gotten certified in maybe digital marketing or wanted to pivot into beauty and did like a chemical course or something, but also too having um, people take this moment to be resourceful where they weren't thinking that probably back in February, like, oh, let me do one more thing, you know, because I have 10,000 other things going on. My job's fine. And especially the ones that haven't had an interview in eight to 10 years, you get out there and it's like a deer in headlights. What do I, what do I say about myself? I mean, yeah. sometimes I even know when you're about to put the show on the other foot with me, I'm like, oh God, what have I done? You know, it is hard. It is hard to talk about yourself when you're not prepared for it, mm-hmm. you know? So, um, and that takes a little bit. It takes that pitch, that elevator pitch to get mm-hmm. down, um, get your resume really highlighted with achievements mm-hmm. and not making it look like a job description. So those are definitely some pre and post kind of challenges that I think people are living in reality and it goes across any industry. Honestly, I'm seeing it. Yeah. Oh, I think, um, one of the things that it would be a huge mindset shift for people is instead of like you were saying, like taking the ego hit of like, Oh, like I used to have this great salary and this title and now I'm going to have to look, work at more of an entry level or an hourly. It's like, that's going to suck if there's no means to the end. But Mm -hmm. I like what you're saying about take the time to sit down. Mm -hmm. This might be my chance to make a huge pivot because Mm -hmm. you're so crazy passionate about what you decide when you sit down and do the stillness work. Um, You actually might decide you want a whole other reroute. And then you're like, well, you know what? I kind of do have to take the entry level job to go up that ladder. But how cool that it's available, you know? So it's a totally different way to look at the situation. Um, But I think the first step, like we talked about earlier, is um, deciding at this point in COVID that the universe has kind of given us to not look at our job for money, but look at, okay, if I'm spending the bulk of the hours of my life on something I don't like, I should probably change that. And if that means start an entry-level job, it's that or nothing, right? So I, right. I really liked that. And then when it comes to the recruiter, um, just hitting on the competitive part of what you were saying, mm-hmm. in your experience, does it seem like a recruiter is like, I think people want to know, like, does a recruiter really give you a level up or a faster track? Or in your mind, do you see um, recruitment as the side of like the biggest benefit is really getting that coaching, getting challenged on your elevator pitch and getting groomed for the interview side. Like what stands, what do you think, or is it different for everybody? Yeah. I mean, so, well, first you want to work with a good firm. (laughs) So make sure um, anyone listening out there, if you're looking at recruiters, do your due diligence and make sure you're interviewing them too, because I think there's a lot of transactional, moments out there where people feel like their dollar bill signs um, to some of these firms that are just like throwing them around, not listening. Um, So take it from someone who truly cares, you know, make sure that you're finding somebody that can work with you, that you feel comfortable with, that you feel like has your best interest in mind. So as a recruiter, our responsibility is two sides. You know, I would say first a responsibility to the client. And this is where we really sit and I think can advocate so well for that special candidate that we are working with to, um, you know, absolutely coach and, and mentor and get them into that job. I mean, that's our ultimate goal, but we, we know what the client's looking for, right? So we spend a lot of time with the client, um, sometimes writing out job descriptions. Um, who is this person that you are looking to hire? Um, you know, getting very clear from a client point of view, culture-wise, you know, what are their core values? Um, is it a big company? Is it a small company? You know, it's not it's not a one-size-fits-all. Obviously, in any industry, uh, everyone has their preferences and, and how they like to work. And I think big groups kind of work differently than smaller teams. So it's really getting to the core of what, of what the client wants and having direct contact with the client. I mean, we are working with hiring authorities, with HR, with all the decision makers, and often are able to influence the decision. So I feel like hundred percent, you know, that is kind of on the client side, our responsibility to then take a new project and find who those candidates are that are going to make sense. And yeah. for a really great firm that is super targeted and very specific, we're not here to waste anybody's time. We don't want to waste the client's time, but we also don't want to waste the candidate's time. So I think in working with a candidate, 
a lot of what we do absolutely is coaching and whatnot, but it also is a straight line to those hiring authorities. When we mm. get your resume, when we talk about the job, when I'm screening a candidate and I'm listening to how they describe themselves and what their passions are and what they're looking for, I can pretty quickly, probably in the first like 30 seconds, very easily like read out someone and be like, oh my gosh, okay. Uh, you know, this, this is probably going to make sense. You know, we're going to get you there or it's just like maybe not a right fit and that's fine. And we move on. But, um, you know, I think again, no one wants to waste time and, and us being able to get right in front of the hiring authority and then work with that candidate one-on-one -on -one to get you through every single step of the process. So doing all the legwork, um, mm -hmm. scheduling all your interviews, you know, saying Garrett, okay, how's Friday at noon? Great. I'm, I'm going to send you your Zoom link and that's it. You don't have to worry about it. You know, you check your calendar. As long as you check your emails, you get back to me. That's really all, all we ask a candidate to do is at least be serious about it. And if you take that seriously, then we absolutely are working with you um, to coach, to mentor, to guide. We know what people are looking for. We are absolutely not here to tell you what to say, but we're here to help you feel confident to bring out the best version of you when you're going in front of a client because we also have a vested interest in that as well Ooh. um you know i think that's a really good way to explain sort of being truly in the middle not just working on the client not just working on the candidate side and um i guess if if i were in that boat of wow like maybe i do need to work with a recruiter or find a recruiter that's working like doing what what megan does and they're hearing this and and really um getting excited about their future um, and their potentials that exist if they didn't know um, is what, where does someone start? So I would say a lot of people that come to me are going through a transition and oftentimes the transition, maybe they want more like life coaching through it, mm -hmm. but nine times out of 10, it's they want to start a business on their own. So there's mm -hmm. definitely coaching involved, but for the person who is I'm not totally sure, but I think I want to be in this industry and they want to take their stab at, um, you know, going that route. <clears throat> at what point would you advise coaching versus looking for a boutique firm mm -hmm. that is in the space? So if they want to do luxury retail, would they Google luxury retail recruiter? Like, what would you advise? Yeah, you can. I mean, so, you know, with, with coaching, and we're always coaching people, but you know, coaching is to get out of your head, get a clear vision on your why, your purpose, so you can go in and, and just rock that recruiting process, right? So I think that that's how we you separate, is you get in, you clear all your blocks, you're feeling amazing, and then yes, you're, you're on Google, or even LinkedIn, or tapping into your network, um, as we're all so connected these days, but Google is a great place um, to go, you know, Googling, um, and there's huge firms, you know, in finance space, um, you know, retail, recruiting, all of that. Uh, I think we certainly show up on the first page, yay, which is amazing. Um, but really then uh, checking out what their websites, um, testimonials, doing your research, like anything in, in the industry, like researching a job, researching a company you know, um, seeing what their, their reviews say, um, how credible they are, uh, what their LinkedIn activity looks like, you know, really making sure you're like, wow, this is legitimate, maybe reaching out to some friendly faces that, that you see or people that like resonate with you and like, wow, she seems great. I mean, I think in this moment more so than ever, there are recruiters, I mean, I'm, I'm having so many intro calls and exploratory calls, some with people that are not even in the industry, just even like say like, hey, I have a network, contact that's doing pharma recruiting, like here's their email, whatever, you know, I mean, maybe not everyone's like me, but, um, you know, I, I feel like certainly that research piece of it could comes a lot from the internet and then just asking around. Um, because if you're doing good and, and, and doing well, uh, in terms of placements and whatnot, you hope that your reputation is out there <laughs> and yeah. that you've resonated with people. Um, but I would, I would certainly say do, do your due diligence. Um, yeah. But of course, anyone could reach out to me and use me as a resource to point you in the right direction, depending on what industry um, you're in. But yeah, the, I think that's a really great way to, to find Absolutely. some good people is leveraging the internet, what we all love. 
so much. <laughs> yeah, that's a really good, um, really good point and really helpful. And I think that with the overwhelm of the competitive nature of the space right now, it is a nice reminder to tell people to tap into their networks. And the other thing um, that popped up for me when you were talking about networking is how important it is really to, when you said, is the firm active on LinkedIn? Like if you have a job right now, now more than ever is a good time to start creating your own voice around what you do. Because if you were to lose your job, having people that know you, what you stand for, what you're working on, what you believe in is going to give you that reputation that, you know, might help in the future. Um, but when it comes to the blocks that you um, see within people, what are the most common ones? Because I think sometimes when people are in, I don't know, a rock bottom of sorts, they may not even really realize that they're blocked. So uh -huh. what are some of the most common ones that you see and help people work through? Well, I think a lot of it is um, people doubting them, themselves and their potential, uh, you know, and what their experience has been and maybe some of those transferable skills that absolutely could work, whether you're pivoting different industries or maybe kind of taking on a little bit of a different job profile or wanting to start something on your own or wanting to maybe just contract and freelance right now. It's, it's the doubt of like that uncertainty of, mm -hmm. <laughs> um, you know, really giving them the, the, this opportunity to be like, I believe in myself. I know I can do it. I know I'm amazing. I know I'd be great for any company and, and just really believing in themselves. So that, I mean, I think there is also too um, people sitting playing a little bit of a victim. Oh yeah. And um, instead of, and, and maybe similar to doubt, but instead of like being like, okay, this happened for a reason. What is gone is not lost. Something bigger and better is waiting for me around the corner. Um, and using this, as I was mentioning before, to um, take the point to maybe create a networking group, start your own business, like get that side hustle going. But if you're living in a victim mentality of like, oh my gosh, everything's bad, it's happening. Yes, we're all in this together, but um, we all get through it together. And I think being in a positive mindset, uh, believing, believing in yourself, believing that things are happening, you know, for a reason, good, bad, and otherwise really some people cannot get out of their own way and are just sitting with all this frustration and it's tough it's tough out there for self-care and a lot of mental health right now where there's a lot of people hearing no um yeah you know there's a lot of people that have been with companies for 25 years mm -hmm. and you know maybe are in like the back half of their their jobs and they're like, what am I gonna do? I'm, I'm old. <laughs> you know, it's like, it's not nothing to do with age, but I was just talking to this amazing gentleman yesterday with this fantastic, like incredible career. And he's like, am I too old to work? <laughs> and I'm like, no. But again, I mean, that's a block for people. It's holding yourself back. It's doubting, mm -hmm. um, you know, with age comes wisdom. Mm -hmm. 21 year old Megan is not 41 year old Megan. Thank yeah. God, you know? So I think that, there are so many beautiful things that people can bring to the process right now. But if you're playing a victim, if you're doubting yourself and your potential, and you're just making these assumptions of no one's going to hire me because I'm this, that, and the other thing, then you're, you're right. You're yeah. All those things will happen. So yeah. that I would say those are like top three that I've just been really plowing through <laughs> you know, as I talk to people and try to get them into a better space. Which, yeah, you know, it's, it's a lot on your end too. Emotionally, I, I feel that because you're sort of having to give the energy to people to, to try to help them turn it around and see what's possible. But um, one of the things you said earlier that brings me back to it is just this whole idea of purpose and like what really matters to somebody. Because if you look at your reality today, it's a reflection of your thoughts from before. So if you can flip your thoughts into like where you want to go and it might be somewhere you'd never even thought of, but I feel like people don't even give their themselves permission to mm -hmm. think or daydream about where they might want to go or what might be awesome. And instead we're taught, unfortunately old model, like do what's safe, where you have good benefits, like what's mm -hmm. going to make the most money. And so I think that, um, this is a call like, it, you know, with what you're saying and 
what I'm seeing just to really look into what do you want to spend your time doing? Because then you'll start from the bottom if you have to. And if you really care about it, maybe you, maybe you won't care about the doubt. I don't know. It's different. But like you said, a lot of people are either stuck in their own head or just sort of in their own way, which is when I think more than ever people need coaching. Yeah. Um, it's true. I mean, I really feel like that this industry, you know, for all the wonderful things you do with people and then also, you know, from our career resources, um, it's an industry that I've heard it will continue to boom, but just like a good recruiter, you have to be with a good coach as well. Um, someone who can really help you clear the blocks, but I think with coaching and you probably have experienced this, someone has to be very committed to the process. Um, I, I'm sure you've worked with people um, and, you know, just even on the recruiting side, working with people that you just know are like mezza mezza, not doing the work. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, and, and if you sign up with a coach, like you're paying them, right? So that's wasted money. You know, me, you don't really necessarily have to pay, but it's wasting their own time and energy if they're not committing, you know, to the process. But I do feel like, and have been talking to so many C-suite people. Um, and I, I'm, I'm so excited for this moment too, or maybe we can all get together and do these like wellness retreats. And, you know, just, I think that we're all going to need a, a little bit of a, another pause coming up here because we are just, just grinding it out, working, working for the day to day, like making sure we're, we're stabilizing ourselves, trying to find new jobs, trying to do whatever, that there's so many people getting overwhelmed. I mean, mom's home with kids, homeschooling. Um, you know, I, I just talked to this awesome, um, mom, uh, yesterday that wants to start her own business. She's like, I'm home with my kids, like how to do it. And you feel like people are scattered. So it definitely is helpful when you can have somebody that pulls you in, Mm -hmm. gives you a plan, (laughs) makes you do the work for on yourself. Um, but you have to be super committed to the process and and ready to do that or else it's a waste of time. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like people know pretty quickly from a console, like with me, uh-huh. like they're either in or they're out. There's no middle ground and I don't allow for it because right. I don't want someone to start yeah. with like a maybe. I want them to be like, yeah, like uh-huh. whatever, the, you know, whatever it is. And um, I think that's a big um, misnomer about coaching too, is that you have to want to do the work on yourself. You're not really, if you're paying for I have a podcast that just went out about this. If you're paying for a system or mm-hmm. a strategy, then that's someone else's genius, right? Like you have to look on into yourself with what your genius is or what this mom's business model is because it's mm-hmm. so unique to her, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. I think a lot of people get, you know, now we're in fear on the coaching side. So there's fear, 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 but um, yeah. There's also so much potential if you can look past it, which is a pretty exciting time. Um, mm-hmm. so, um, I would love for you to talk a little bit more about um, what you've been doing with coaching mm-hmm. and what that's been like for you. Yeah. So for me, um, obviously, beyond doing what I do at Bowerman that I love so much, it's calling in, in this higher purpose, right, of really saying, like, how can I continue to share my energy, my expertise, like help people show up uh, and leave better than when they came to me. Uh, You know, that's always, I think, something I I really try to aspire to is any conversation. If we hang up and someone's like, wow, that was really great. I'm like, okay, good. (laughs) You know, it's like, it make you feel better. It's amazing. Um, But, you know, really using the platform that I built in this amazing community to then take it to something bigger. So, um, you know, it, you've got to walk before you run, um, and really being very strategic now, even to with, with myself, uh, and taking the steps to really build on to something bigger, but we are going to be offering, uh, I think I was, as I was mentioning in the Bowerman group, a career resources center, you know, where I, I can come in and, and do more of like the one-on-one private mm. sort of career coaching, um, where nobody would get, gets that right now. Um, you know, and then potentially kind of making into a bigger program, um, and still kind of hashing out what that could look like. But then on the other side, and I feel like you and I've talked about this, um, I, I just, I love to bring people together, Garrett, you know, so I, I feel like maybe it's something that we do virtually. I know everyone's like so tired of virtual things, but 
Um, I, I do feel like there will be a moment when people are just so excited to travel again, to get out of their houses, to be around people, but really creating this like maybe wonderful like wellness event space day um, where I'm highlighting um, people in, in the community or, or bringing um, you know, uh, people in from different acupuncture, health, wellness, speakers, whatever it is, but, um, you know, kind of like a, a goop-esque <laughs> situation. It won't be $5,000 ticket right now, but, you know, like really wanting to, I think even in Boston, there's so many amazing people doing so many amazing things that have incredible platforms. And I think if we all just keep kind of building on our community, we can change the world. Um, I, I, there's people already out there doing it and, um, you know, have so many great things to share. So stay tuned because I think diversifying, you know, from kind of just doing career coaching and, and seeing what that looks like for the future, but continuing on and really, uh, you know, doing maybe some more wellness, uh, highlighting feature things. And then also to keeping up with my speaker webinar talks, um, I love that if I can do that in person again with clients uh, or at a different platform, um, would love to do so. Just want to serve and share expertise, but uh, stay tuned. You know, there's a lot still in the works that <laughs> I kind of have to hatch out, um, but it's all very exciting. Yeah. And we want to build our community and I'm so grateful for all the wonderful people that support me and excited for all these like really organic connections that yeah. I've been making over the past five, six months, talking to the most incredible people that with my head down, grinding it out, I probably wouldn't even have thought of or had time for. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, definitely giving a space. If you want to use it, there's a lot of extra space and time to, yeah. to do things. Um, I yeah. want people to check out your webinars and I will definitely put it in the show notes, but is there a place just so while we're on the topic of it, you could shout out for people to say hear it as well, um, where they can find webinars or any of your updates? Sure. So um, I have my business handle that I'm, I'm kind of switching over that will align to some of my future offerings. Um, you can definitely follow me on Insta. Uh, I'm at the whole method uh, or um, you can follow me at, at uh, Boston Meg. It's a Boston Meg cool. Jesus. I don't even know why I want to Insta. I think it is. <laughs> what, what I, for the amount of time I spent, what is my Insta um, at Boston Meg cool? And um, our website for Bowerman uh, to come and highlight any of the webinars, um, it's www.bowermangroup.com. And you can also feel free to email me directly at megan at bowermangroup.com. Uh, you know, I, I do keep a, a nice little sort of side folder of people that, you know, just come to me. Um, you know, if it's not potential jobs we're going to be working on in retail, again, creating this fantastic community that if I can get you in my space and keep you posted at these new launches. Um, and I'll send it to you, Garrett, of course, but in a couple of weeks, I'm looking to do another um, sort of like two-day session webinar uh, called Get Hired Soon, uh, which is an extension of a webinar I've been doing, but um, almost doing like an interactive, intensive two-hour, two-day where we're really going through your resume. We're going through LinkedIn. I'm showing you how you can blow up everything, get your resume on track, you know, get your LinkedIn profile out there, how to network with a purpose, um, giving you some digital tools and documents to take that you can use forever in cool. interviews to get yourself prepped and all of that. So I will absolutely share, um, you know, with you so you can post that. Um, but if anyone's interested, it's coming up um, second week of September, the 7th and the 10th, I believe. So uh, we'll definitely share that and it's exciting i mean it's a cool program it's been my heart and soul over these past few months to give people some tools and a peace of mind and positive mm -hmm. energy and hope and gratitude you know we've ending everything was like we've all come so far mm -hmm. um you know i think there's so much to be grateful for and for anyone sitting right now saying like oh i'm in the dumps i'm down and out i've been saying to people you know what you're pretty awesome you know, if we all sit with ourselves, I bet there's like five or 10 things that we can think of that makes us pretty awesome. Um, that, you know, when you're in this moment of this like, ugh, despair, you're like, wow, I've actually done some cool things. So give yourself a lot of credit 
-hmm. None of us were ready for this. We're all navigating through a lot of challenges and changes. Be kind on yourself. You know, give your give yourself a moment of pause and, and gratitude too. If there's any lasting moments I, I can give to anybody listening. And of course, it's, it's a part of the ending of my webinar, so I already spoiled the end for everybody. But uh, I think it's so important <laughs> you know, really sit in gratitude uh, for, for how far we've come and for what the future holds, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. Absolutely. There's so much change, and I think um, they're just, again, this is all just coming up for me with the mindset of shifting it from you know, excuses of, oh, COVID or competition, or it's going to be a work from home thing. Like, I mean, just going into like, what, how, like, like you said, like, what am I awesome at? How mm -hmm. am I awesome? What do I really want to do? And I think that shift into empowerment of like, like the fact that you can help people go through that is so exciting. And, um, just, yeah, the, the word empowerment is just so strong for me because, if you're, it's not like, oh, hey, you can get hired soon. Just trust right. me. Like, do <laughs> the webinar, like, do these steps. Right. This is, you know, going to help. I think um, it's just such a beautiful way to also be in service in this time. So mm -hmm. I hope that everyone checks out your um, webinars and follows you on both handles and stays yeah. in so um, they can get access to that because, I mean, I just feel like this podcast couldn't be done at a better time for people with the shift of things in the world. And I think the realization that this is not, you know, over yet, um, no. we're still in it very much. So, so I just appreciate you being open to doing this. And, um, I thought it would be fun to close with, um, the best, um, career advice you've ever been given or just something that you've mm -hmm. heard that you love. What, the best advice and just overall, and I say this all the time, is don't assume anything. Ooh, I love mm -hmm. that. You know, you can't can't make assumptions for any situations or persons or mm -hmm. feelings. Don't assume. Go into things fearlessly with confidence and trust in yourself and all you bring to the universe and the space. Um, but, yeah, it, it, again, going back to... Uh, giving yourself that doubt. If you're pulling yourself back and you're like, Oh, I can't do that. Or that person's not going to want to talk to me or I'm not good enough. Or maybe they're probably not going to like my background. You don't know. Right. Yeah. Don't assume. <laughs> so be fearless, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> that is a beautiful note to end on. So thank you so much. Um, all of your uh, info in the show notes so people can find you, follow you. And thank you so much again for doing this. You're welcome. It's my pleasure. Thanks, Garrett. Thank you.